And welcome back to yet another episode of the B2B podcast. Uh, as always, here with Tural, uh, continuing our conversation from last uh, last week or so. I think it was exactly last week, same time ish. Uh, hi, Tural. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Oh, good. Doing well. Uh, as always, we are joining forces to have some conversations, some fun conversations. There's uh, a lot of things, a lot of topics we want to talk about uh, for the next few episodes. But um, today we're going to stick with a continuation of our last conversation. We started last conversation with um, immigration. We talked a little bit. We pivoted towards the end to uh, to talk about some experiences you had personally um, in entrepreneurship, but very briefly. So now we would like to expand on that. Um, so first of all, um, we are in a country that um, has good, pretty good opportunities to be an entrepreneur, supports you um, in terms of the regulation, in terms of the support system, incubators and such. Of course, uh, nobody doubts that one of the top countries would be the United States, but we are also in a not so bad of a country <laughs> in that department. So, and, and you have uh, done some basic studies on your own, uh, reading, free readings and such in this space. So I would like to, you know, uh, for you to give some like general background to our audience and uh, what you think of. First of all, let's start with actually defining entrepreneurship. I'm not sure most people know, probably everybody knows what it means, but let's get our definition straight. So what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? What is an entrepreneur? Oh, that's a good question. And it is really like kind of, it depends from person to person. But what I like about the definition of it is like, if you're creating something, a benefit for society or benefit for humanity or something like that people can use people can benefit of it you're an entrepreneur when it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a millions of dollars of company like startup uh, like huh? your own company mm-hmm. but actually whoever um even non-profit even mm-hmm. like a, they call it like an internal or like maybe something else, but even within a company, if you're creating a value, creating a project, creating something, you're mm-hmm. like internal entrepreneurs too. Or mm-hmm. if you're working for a nonprofit um, organization, if you're creating something, if you're like creating a value, uh, mm-hmm. you're still an entrepreneur. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna make a profit out of it. Right. Entrepreneur right. is something that you're creating a value. And out of it, I mean, mm-hmm. and that's the value, that I like it. Right, and as you say, value doesn't have to be monetary, although it can be, but it doesn't have to be monetary. Um, okay, okay. So that's the definition. You go with it. I, I, and I agree with you that like a, you can define it different, many different ways. I guess, yeah, that's right. And that's why I wanted to. I mean, um, the definitions will be related, even if different. But I wanted to get that out of the way. Um, okay, so. So a, a person or group of people who venture to do something that generates value to to others or and potentially themselves, okay, and the value doesn't have to be monetary. All right. So so what was your so what was your the first time you became, you know, interested in this concept and started thinking about it? As far as, I mean, as far as I know, I always like I've 
had this spirit, I mean, like this feeling that I'm, I want to create something. I, I still consider myself an entrepreneur, even though I don't have a company yet. Right, right. I, ne- I never like, I tried to start a company uh, one mm-hmm. or two years ago and that because of this immigration issues, I couldn't do that, but uh, I, I tried. But in the sense of like a creating values, I always consider myself an entrepreneur. It started when I was like probably in bachelor uh, like I, I always wanted to like since I love tech <laughs> I, I always wanted to be part of it first I wanted to be part of it scientifically that's the reason why I did my PhD then postdocs but then I realized that maybe in the sense that okay so if you're a professor you're creating values like a publications etc but it doesn't necessarily mean that the things that you're doing are gonna be like practical soon or ever. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it depends. If you if you are a theoretical physicist, I mean, so it is going to be hard to create a value from. I mean, like a practical value, like a business kind of value from a wormhole studies. But maybe why not? <laughs> maybe like a hundreds thousands of years later. It depends. Like how is human humanity is gonna right. evolve in tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I I had this feeling of, apart from my physics, a scientific um, interest, I always wanted to create a value. So it started with that. I had some attempts in back in Turkey. So like I w- wanted to create a company focusing on solar cells, renewable energies, right. but I couldn't get um, any funding from anywhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think as long as you feel you want create something from scratch it means that you have not 100% all the spread for spread for the entrepreneurship but you have it at, at some point like at some level you have it partially or if 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 you're if you want to do this for whole whole of your life like professionally mm-hmm. of course you have the 100% uh, entrepreneurship spread because it it requires uh, risk-taking skills too right. for example okay of course you maybe you want to create values but you're kind of like okay but if i lose my savings what if i fail what if i do this do something wrong and i lost like some something um so if you are not like a risk taker if you don't mm-hmm. like taking risks yeah you can consider yourself still entrepreneur but partially i mean you have to take risks you have to be courageous yeah. i mean you have to this is kind of I don't like to say it like a gamble because it's not exactly a gamble. It's not something totally random. There are things that can be randomish uh, based on where, what, for example, like you have an idea and it has to be the right time. Right. Uh, this is kind of like, you can't control it. You, mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like, I mean, you have to be there at the right time, at the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of stuff, like this uh, being lucky is still like not, you cannot ignore it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, if you have this creativity skills and also you like to take risks, you're okay with that, then you have to go for it probably. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think um, I agree with you because there is, there's risk taking, there's lots in your control, but there's also lots in out of your control. That's true probably with anything in life, but this this area specifically more because inherently you're 
trying to venture in an area that has not existed or if, if you're replicating somebody else, then you're not, you're just competing against them. Okay. At least it's an industry that is tested, but then um, you, the barrier to entry might be high in that um, others have set their foot straight. Like imagine if you want to be now in your Google, um, oh, good luck. You have to offer something new or we're probably not going to happen. Right. So for that reason, I think um, there's so many forces working against you or or out of your control, if not against you. So, so yeah, I agree with you. There's definitely inherently um, some risk. So you have to have some appetite for risk. You have to be a little bit mm-hmm. adventurous. Actually, yeah. this is why this is why this became an extension of our previous conversation on immigration because we basically said the same things about immigration because you're stepping into the unknown. You're you're giving up a lot of things, a lot of comfort a lot of support structure that is there, right? And same thing with the being an employee, okay, it's not it's not terrible. You have a support structure, you have benefits, you have salary, you know where your next bill come, uh, meal comes from, uh, where it's going to be paid from. Um, now you can do that partially with entrepreneurship, of course, but then inherently it means that you're trying to build something and convince others this is something that generates value for them to get them to adopt. Now, typically for monetary gains for you, uh, it doesn't have to be as we said, but typically it is, right? So, so yeah, I agree with you. I think there's a, um, there's 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 that there's the risk-taking aptitude. But then I want to ask you, what else do you think it takes for one to be an entrepreneur, um, trying to start, except for risk-taking? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like courage, first of all, like apart from mm-hmm. risk-taking, but they're all parallel. Like I mean, if you're a risk-taker, yeah. you means that. Uh, you also can be very courageous. I mean, but um, you have to be patient, but at the mm. same time, you have to, it is not exactly patient because you have to really understand and feel when you have to change the strategy or you have to keep going. That is really a hard problem. I mean, for example, you have an idea. Uh, you, you, you think that this is going to be something important for people um, but something happened and people started to not respond. I mean, when you, when you release it to the market, like a first uh, product, a like proof of concept, or like you can say that a minimum viable product, when mm-hmm. you ask people to please, can you use this? And can you give me please feedback? And you can face something like people doesn't, don't like it or people are not mm-hmm. willing to give a feedback and you can think that, okay, this is a moment that I should either I should like change my idea or my strategy mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I should keep going. So you have to understand that patience in the sense that if you are really be sure and if you really feel that it's going to work, it has to work in some way, you have to be patient. But if you're patient for something is not going to be anything in future so it's not going to be worth anything people are not going to use it whatever you do then being patient doesn't mean anything because you're on the wrong path already so i mean it doesn't who nobody is going to care how much distance you like you took on on that path because you're going in the wrong direction but in the right path for sure you have to be patient and you have to i mean also you have to like 
be able to act quickly. So when mm. I was taking this uh, training from this uh, incubator for three months, I didn't learn this directly there, but uh, people were keep saying, if you're going to fail, fail fast. This mm. is the, it comes from, I think it's from Zuckerberg's speech or something like that. Maybe I'm just combining some irrelevant stuff together, but somebody <laughs> said that from the top, like a well-known figure, I, I guess, because it was like, I remember it's coming from somewhere like that, but they were in the Silicon Valley. They were saying that if you're going to fail, fail fast, because you have to be really fast. If you are going to fail, but you still have need time to like find the correct path. Other than that, if you're like, like just keep chasing this uh, wrong path, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it has to be fast. That's what they mean. Also, like um, the, the way that I started to learn the details about entrepreneurship, of course, I was an academic. I was in academia when I was taking this training. So most of the things were so new to me. Still, I'm here uh, not saying that I'm an expert of an entrepreneurship. I'm not an expert, also not an expert entrepreneur. I'm here just feeling some stuff about entrepreneurship. I have some feelings. I'm just expressing them. I'm not just like saying... Please, w- what I'm saying is take it true about entrepreneurship. No, it's right. not. I'm just 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 giving my uh, opinion about it. But yeah, what sure. I yeah, what what mm-hmm. I, I understood about it is like this lean thingy, this lean startup. I, I'm also reading right now that book, and it is kind of like argues about, you know, do you, you? I don't know. If you remember that? But back in the day, like like 15 years ago. Like starting a business was all about like having the perfect product almost. If you're mm. going to the market, you have to have it. You have to have that product that is not gonna fail like frequently. It's gonna fail so in so rare cases. So everybody is going to have that product and it's gonna work like a flawlessly. I mean, everybody's gonna be happy. Today it's about to change with this concept. But these people are saying is um, release the product. But uh, release it in a in such a way that it should teach you something. It they are not saying that because they, they, some people are criticizing this idea. Then in the market there are like a garbage products a lot. Of course, if you are doing it like just to release anything, doesn't make sense. You you then there are gonna be like garbage products all around. Mm-hmm. You don't need to really create the perfect product. Even you don't need to maybe spend lots of times on it. Even like a, just a, some brick, stone, and wood. If you are able to like give the idea with them, yeah, basic idea, then you can measure the response of people on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they can be like, oh my god, yeah, I, I like it. I like to have it. Or they can be like, this is good. Uh, let me use it. Two days later, they're like, yeah, it was good, but this uh, feature was, I didn't use it at all. I don't think it's necessary. Or the, I, what I, you know what? I use this, but I really needed this feature for this. These are the things, and you really have to approach this problem kind of it scientifically. You have to have this um, viable, pro, minimum viable product, like a brick stones, woods, for example. But when you're providing this, you have to have correct questions in your mind. You have to design it in that way. 
because you're going to focus on not profit at first. You're going to focus on what you can learn from market, from right. people, mm-hmm. because you, your product is not going to be shaped by you. It's going to be shaped by the customer. Whatever right. the idea you have, you can think that this is the perfect idea. You know what? Everybody's going to love it. No, bullshit. No, maybe probably it's not going to work. Probably right. nobody's going to care. Most probably, of course, there are some rare cases, probably like right. it just mm-hmm. worked at the beginning. But most of the time, what I heard from the story is even that people were like, what we thought was this. And at the end, after those feedbacks, etc., it was it evolved in such a different way. We didn't even like imagine that. Of right. course, because it's kind of shaped by customers. Mm. You don't know the, their need exactly. I mean, the, we are talking about these people, like lots of people. Everybody has different needs. But what you need to do is statistically uh, the need, not mm. micro needs, of course. You need to figure out the micro need at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's, it is actually. Like, I mean, of course, I, I probably oversimplify it, but uh this this is kind of like evolutionary approach for business Mm -hmm. you're you're allowing your product to evolve with the customer need your environment is deciding who is going to live who is going to die and i mean it is going to be customer so the customer Mm -hmm. is going to decide what is going to die what is going to survive Mm -hmm. can you um so so the name of the book is lean startup Yes, Lean Startup. Okay. And do you remember the, uh, what do you call it, the author's name by? Uh, uh, it, it, or I by, can just, yeah, sure. Okay. So I can check the quick for Sure, that. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. Well, just for whoever might be interested to, you know, maybe. Get, oh, yeah. Get Eric Rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eric Rice. Eric Rice. Okay. All right. Okay. So Lean Startup by Eric Rice. Uh, you guys heard it here. Uh, first, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, okay. Uh, so, so the idea of lean is that you don't, you don't. So, okay, so that's that's another thing. Like I've seen people get bogged down by the details, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, yeah, you can lose. Yeah, I mean, right, you can yeah. lose a lot of time for that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Let me get the perfect office. Let me set up mm-hmm. this oh, bank yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. Let oh, me my, find no. the best curtain for the office. You, you, Let me find the what? best laptop yeah. I want to use. To... <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Because there there are stories that. People like work like months, years for the product. And at the end, they realize that this product, people are not going to use it. Imagine that they were, they were like, oh my God, we did it wrong. We have to ask first, then we have yeah. to build this product based on the feedback, but the good feedback, of course, there will be some garbage feedbacks. Yes, you have yes. to be able to like a filter, filter them out. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to be careful about that. But at the end, um, you're gonna spend your time on something you you know that people are gonna use because you have their feedback. So yeah. other than that, like you can, these like these guys, they 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 six months for nothing. I mean, time yeah. is important. Time is precious, and we have to. For sure, yeah. And then you don't get you don't want to get on the right idea too late either. You might have a generally right idea, but then narrow down what the, as you said what the features are. If somebody beats you to it. When you're too late, it's not like you have infinite amount of time in a competitive sure. market, right? So exactly. that's that's fair. So so that's that's where I guess the lean comes from. Of course, for you to probably understand the lean part, you need to read the whole book. Mm-hmm. We're just simplifying it. I haven't even read the book. You at least have or are reading. I'm not sure. 
which I'm still you're reading. In. You're still reading, right? Anyway, so you're, you're still ahead of me, but anyways, okay. So, so we talked about what it takes to be an entrepreneur at a general level. We talked about some concepts in entrepreneurship. Um, and, and of course there is um, different markets that you, um, you know, uh, participate in and, and different regulatory structures, different financial structures. Uh, like a lot of times in, the, in, in North America in general, you end up um, raising capital through venture capitals, investors and such. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you um, fund through um, smaller means. Sometimes you raise, you, you take loan from banks, for example. That's generally the, the pathways for raising money that goes on in, in North America. Of course, different parts of the world might behave differently, but more or less will have similar structure. Um, now, so of course you have to have the idea, right? Um, is there a way that you can be in a, uh, start something without an idea? I, I can't. I can't imagine that. Mm. But okay, so so you have the idea. Now, so the first question is: Do I have the right idea at the grand level, or don't I? How would you able to answer? How would you? How do you think you would be able to answer that? Of course, you can ask um, close families and friends, but they're really probably not the best advisors because they don't. They want to be your cheerleaders. Typically, mm. they may give you uh, not so objective. So, how do you evaluate the general idea, or should you spend too much time evaluating it in, in the first place? Oh yeah, sure, definitely. Why? Because um, you're gonna put some time, put some effort on it. If, mm-hmm. if, you, if, if you decide that, like, uh, okay, I, this idea is going to work. So mm-hmm. it means that you're going to take some risk. You're going to spend time on it, et cetera, et cetera. So the first thing you have to do is go out there to the market, find the, the companies, startups that are close to mm-hmm. what you, you have as an idea, like maybe not exactly the same, but at least there are some similarities that they're close in the same mm-hmm. industry, whatever. Or you can think of potential customers, potential companies that can be customers or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to find, make some, make some market research. You mm-hmm. have to contact people, CEOs, I, I don't know, like HR, maybe not HR, but sales, maybe if you're planning mm-hmm. to sell them something, you have to first, be, before pitching anything, you have to talk to them like, oh, like, oh, how are you? The, I was thinking this, do you think, do you need something like this? Or I, I, I'm thinking this and do you think in future this kind of service or this kind of product can you help with you this? Is is important to be specific if it's possible, right? Because maybe they don't know it. Maybe you figured that out, but you have to show it. I mean, okay, this. Do you think you you may need this? Like, in mm-hmm. this process, for example, this can make your life easier because of this, this, this. It, for example, it was what? How much time it take for you? Uh, they can say like five hours. Oh yeah, this can reduce it to, for example, two hours. Mm-hmm. Either you can first ask questions to find the, the their need to show them uh, they need it or the need is already there and you can discuss about it but not in a right. pitching level not you, you you you're not there at first during the market research to sell something 
Of course, mm-hmm. you're, you need to sell something, but first you need to contact as much as possible, like people as much as possible, mm-hmm. ask questions like a, like a regular, like a this, like a podcast. Like you have to, they're going to ask you, you're going to ask them because at the end, if you not make them bored, if you're interested in the conversation, this is going to be a win-win if it goes in the ro- correct, like a, like in the correct path, because they're going to, mm-hmm. if they understand that they're going to, use it and this is going to be beneficial for them it is going to be something good because then you're going to have some feedback maybe maybe you can see the the first you thought the need was this but then they 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 can say something that you need to you may need to change a bit modify it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean at, and i mean what i'm trying to say here is you have to go out there first go ask as much as possible when i had this idea of microscope or like make the microscopy uh, autonomous like uh, just automatic microscopies i i even found a couple of people from india they're using wow. microscopies so we just chat i mean on linkedin for example i mm-hmm. sent them messages mm-hmm. they sent me back um i we chat maybe became not exactly very like close friends of course but i mean we had a conversation a couple of times so they right. tried to help me for example I had a company uh, on in Canada, so they they showed some interest on this because they needed something like that. It didn't go well because we couldn't even start the business. But I mean, we had two or three meetings with CEO, CTO, the service people that they like really presented what they have there. So they even asked some questions. We need this. We need that. Mm-hmm the questions they asked were totally different than the idea that we were like contacted them but you know what that that is more valuable because Mm -hmm. they need it it is a need my idea i don't know it is a need now i know that there is a need of from them right right i mean this is you have to go first i mean it is free I mean, of course, not everybody is going to respond to you. Like yeah, maybe out of 100, like 10, 15. I don't know. It depends on your connection, like your network. But even one uh, is going to be, can be a very important for you. So, yeah, you have to go out there and you have yep. to ask. I mean, even though you don't have any idea, like, mm-hmm. but you, you think that, for example, I, I didn't have a specific idea on, creating optical computation um, accelerators. Uh, I was mm-hmm. working in an optics uh, laboratory two years ago in the University of Ottawa. I knew it. There is now a big uh, startup uh, in the United States called Light Matter. They are using optic to accelerate deep learning calculations, mm-hmm. deep learning process, really. This, they, they designed it specifically for, of course, it's a very like a, kind of niche for like a deep learning purpose but you know what it is a need actually right if, you, if you're increasing the, the time that it takes for the training for some models with in, in deep learning more than gpu oh my god this you have something and these guys are also like what they're using is not electronics this is optics so it means that energy efficient also you're not creating right. heat Right. Yeah, it was hybrid. Of course, you're creating heat, so because you have right. kind of hybrid system, but mm-hmm. not totally electronic system. You're still gaining something out of it, reducing the at least the, the energy consumption. 
Um, electricity consumption and energy release. So that's, yeah, I mean, this kind of stuff, of course, um, um, it can change, but yeah, the, the answer is you have to go out there first, of course. Right. Yeah, and I think, um, so the second you go out there and you, you see that you have the right idea more or less. And I think the second step is to kind of like, maybe it's even before this, maybe it's a, I think this is a continuous thing at the, every step you have to adjust for it. But I think you kind of also have to have certain like manage expectations. Okay, what do you expect to achieve in what sort of time horizon? And what is your um, your fault tolerance? How much are you like, okay, this is, this is the expectation I have. This is the hopeful expectation I have. And this is the mm -hmm. minimum expectation I have. And um, if, if I'm falling below the minimum consistently, then that's an issue. Uh, I cannot afford it for whatever reason, or it doesn't work it for me, or that that's where I'm going to call it quits, essentially. So I think those things, those conversations to have with yourself and with your co-founders, teammates, team members, investors, everybody, I think it's very also paramount because a lot of times people just have the wrong expectations. It just doesn't mean that they're failing per se. It just means that they're, they're not they're not um, you know, on par with a certain expectation that they created mm -hmm. for themselves. Or there's a miscommunication and some potential you know, uh, people have different expectations. Let's say you got some investment and then your investments, investors have high expectations and, and your expectations to yourself internally is slightly different. Then that miscommunication can cause problems when you're not able to deliver uh, to the expectations of your investors. So I think expectation management and communications, of course, are paramount and I think this is a, that's what I'm saying it's continuous because at each stage this thing may change because your idea may get modified to a degree by going out there talking to people maybe it gets trimmed maybe it gets uh, augmented um, and, there, and therefore you have to continuously re-evaluate and recalibrate okay um, so we're coming to the end of the the this episode, I wanted to see if there is um, anything. So, of, of course, one more thing before we come to the end. Um, of course, the next natural step is execution. And I think um, you do your market research, you decide that this is viable, you set expectations, um, now it's time to execute. Um, and I think this is the part that you don't want to, you want to go, you're going to go lean. You want to go after the main thing. You don't want to get bogged down again by the details, even in execution. So is there anything you want to say to that, to the execution stage of this thing? Uh, I mean, how execute? Oh, yeah, that's tricky. It is tricky because I maybe that's, since I don't have much experience, it is, uh, I can't say some like a, things clearly, but execution step is probably the hardest part of it. Um, I mean, so we, we have ideas all the time, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we can think this, like, let's, we can go for this, we can go for that. What about this idea? What about that idea? But we are not doing anything because first, uh, we don't have that much experience. Second, um, we still like, uh, we still are living for to pay our bills and our rent. As long as we are able to do that, uh, paying our bills, our rent, I mean, 
to, to be able to live. Yeah, then the, the, the rest is okay. I mean, you can fail. You can just lose something. You can just start again. You can fail. You can start again. But the, the barrier is, the, the point is, you cannot go below it. I mean, you cannot go become like, okay, I can't pay my rent this month. No, it is not. It's unacceptable. So you, how are you going to do it? How are you going to survive? You need to eat. You need to be able to pay your bills. You, at least for your, for example, internet, to be able to communicate with people on like, for example, social media right yes, yes i mean these are like the basics you as long as you're okay with that okay whatever happens we are not going to go below this we are going to be able to pay our rent um, bills etc mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you can like try something you can fail because you're not gonna die at the end you're, you're gonna be able to eat and survive and you're gonna find a shelter uh like home to be able to live, sleep, uh, I think that's that's the that's the basic like a base level. Like uh, well, you can't go below it. Right. That's, that's for example why why I can't be like a more brave than that because I can't lose. I can't tolerate to lose uh, my current job, for example, or my current conditions. So because we don't have, okay, of course, like, let's say that you like um, started a business, you raised a couple of millions, uh, 10 million, let's say that you, an investor came and just, or a company acquired you and you just earned 10 million. Yeah, then I can start, to, that's, that's my dream. I mean, I really want to go there and invest money on tech. First of all, on my ideas, uh, together with other people's ideas. I want mm -hmm. to invest all mm -hmm. of them. The ones that I think I like and I see potential for future. I think we can also, like, a, for the next episode, we can continue on discussing that because there are, mm -hmm. like, also things that we can discuss probably, like, what kind of um, market or what kind of, like, areas that you would like to go and invest on both time okay. and money so that's my like that's what i think it like if we start something and if we like earn something out of it then the rest can be the risk can, of course you're gonna fail some of them but right. but at the end you're gonna make some contribution to the technology sometimes science because these some companies, for example, the one that I gave you an example, like uh, light matter, like optic computation, they're basically doing science there also. Xanadu, for example, the quantum yeah. computers, like they're developing optic quantum computers, that they are doing also science, they're publishing continuously. So the, today, I mean, the things are um, not, the science and tech are not like just coming up from the universities anymore. Companies are okay, yeah. doing that too. That's why I really changed my idea from being a professor to become an mm -hmm. entrepreneur or to dive into the industry. Right. But there are lots of things to invest on still. I mean, invest with on not only time. Time is, we have it. I mean, that's what we have right now. But, <laughs> but in future, like, we're we going right. to, as like, this generation as like technology lovers, like I 
scientific minded people or like, I don't know, like whoever loves it to increase or to improve people, improve humanity in, in this path. Um, we're going to do it. We have to do it um, because we are living on a planet and we are planning to go other planets. And one day we are not going to see that, of course, but the sun is going to explode. And this, even this, this um, system, the solar system is not going to be habitable. I mean, so we have right. to go sure. somewhere else. You never know. I mean, you have to do this now. You have to invest <laughs> on this. I mean, for sure. No, no, I, I, I am with you. And actually, one of the next episodes, we wanted to talk about space travel and such. So maybe. We'll discuss about that there. Yep. No, I get um, the time is now. It's always now. Um, for sure. I, I agree with you. There's a lot of areas of interest in investments, which we also can talk about in the future episodes as well. Um, anything that maybe you wanted to talk about we didn't get to uh, as of now? No, no, everything is, I think everything is. Okay. Of course, if there are like questions, uh, if 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 someone is listening to this and have questions, can always like comment on yeah. uh, the mm -hmm. podcast and ask questions that we can discuss. I, I'm not saying that we we are gonna answer it because we are we are right. No, this is yep. these are the questions that everybody is. Uh, as long as they are not convicted, like convinced, everybody's right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If no, you're not convinced, true. it means that you're right with your idea because I can't convince you. Mm -hmm. so we can discuss of course uh what i i don't know like there are lots of things to discuss of course uh some uh, some can criticize me by the way uh they can say that instead of like thinking about going to space we can focus on like people in africa for example people mm -hmm. are like they they it is so hard for them to find food they sometimes like most of the time maybe they starve they sometimes like they can't find water, clean water to drink, mm -hmm. of course. But science and tech, if we boost it, it can resolve everything. We can find the like a solution for everything for everybody, not only I, to to go to space. I'm not telling you that even the clean water, gaining like having a clean water is science. Yeah, we yeah. have to. I mean, as long as we figure that out, like food you can't create food like um farming it is also science okay it yep. is something oh, old sure. but we know it it's, it's, it's everything technology. is science technology if you if you know how to do it you can go there and you can do it maybe you can do mm. it free why not yeah this is this is the thing like uh, to 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 many main it seems sound uh, ridiculous but actually yeah farming is a, is, is and was is, is a technology um, same with uh, writing, language, technology, um, wheel, technology. All of these that we take for granted nowadays, uh, they were all technologies, uh, very advanced technologies at their own time, for sure. Okay, yeah, no, I agree. And I really like the point you made about comments. But yeah, for sure. If there is something you want us to discuss further on the, on this topic or any, any topic for that matter, um, please do leave your comments. And as Doodle said, it doesn't mean that we are right and we have the answer, but it means that we can spark a conversation and you can take that thought, go discuss it with your friends and family or uh, in your own podcast. Uh, and and yeah, let us know. Either way, 
uh, we will welcome your suggestions, criticisms, thoughts uh, into the comment section for sure. Okay, um, thank you, Tirul, for um, today's conversation too. It was very interesting. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, uh, so so we'll talk more. We'll talk more on future episodes. But until that time, thanks again, Tirul. Thank you. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and thank you. We're recording as a Friday. When this episode will be out, <laughs> might not be Friday for you guys, but uh, I'm sorry if it's Monday. That would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll hope to see you on the next episode. Take care. Mm -hmm.